every day as events happen, we're there. Now back to News and Views with Rob Snow on News Talk 580 CFRA. All right, John. John Robson is here from the National Post. He, well, he's not here. He's actually at the Manning Conference. Uh, we're going to play a, a, a little bit longer clip. I don't want to just play the 22-second viral clip of people kind and, and the exchange between... Uh, the woman and Justin Trudeau. So here we go a Wait. little bit here. The whole world only knows about God the Father, but in the Bible, there too. Oh, hang on, hang on. Respe- respect. Do you have a question? I do. I absolutely do. Okay. Actually, my question is about volunteering. Okay. So the World Mission Society Church of God is truly growing and changing society through our volunteer work. We have received the Queen's Award in the UK. We have received the, I have a question. Question. Yes, we have received many awards throughout the whole world. However, unfortunately in Canada, our volunteering as a charitable religious organization is extremely difficult. Extremely. That's why in actuality we cannot do free volunteering to help our neighbors in need as we truly desire. So that's why we came here today to ask you to also look into the policies that religious charitable organizations have in our legislation so that it can also be changed because maternal love is the love that's going to change the future of mankind. So we'd like you to look uh, we, we, we like to say people kind, not necessarily mankind, because uh, yeah. it's more inclusive. There we go, exactly. <laughs> Yes, thank you. We can all learn from each other. All right, John. Uh, John Robson from the National Post. He says it was a dumb joke. What do you think, John? Well, <laughs> it was dumb, but it wasn't a joke. and it, Not in the sense that it, it wasn't serious. You know, as Chesterton once said, the opposite of funny isn't serious. It's not funny and nothing else. He meant what he said, that we want to use a more inclusive term than mankind. But what really stands out, it's because you know, it's the dog that didn't bark, he didn't balk at maternal love. She said maternal love would save uh, people kind, and he was fine with that. Maternal love is real. It's better than paternal love. You know, he didn't insist on parental love. But when it comes to something that might tend not to be in favor of the feminist view, suddenly he's imposing this new ghastly term that no normal person has ever uttered in their lives. This is newspeak, as Orwell uh, dubbed it. And this attempt to force thought into new and unnatural channels by imposing a language that never arose harmoniously and organically from what people actually experience and talk about. And, you know, some people say, oh, you you know, you can't take Justin Trudeau seriously. He's too much of a lightweight. Um, You know, he he doesn't have deep thoughts. Well, I would agree that, you know, he doesn't think about his thoughts. He doesn't really have his own thoughts, but he channels thoughts. Without, they, don't, they don't get tampered with or altered on the way through his brain. Nothing much happens to them. But this idea, this hypocritical utopianism, and I say in the column, it's always that way. When you start crusading against sin and other people the way that he does, it's because of the illusion that you have none in yourself. And so he himself is quite patriarchal in all kinds of ways. And, um, and yet he will insist that the rest of us start using words we never heard of and pronouns for things that nobody ever experienced and yet when someone says something like maternal love will save the world, he's totally fine with that. So there's this extraordinary double standard in his thinking. It's totally gender neutral in any situation in which it might seem to say something positive about men, but it's absolutely gender specific if it seems to say anything positive about women. 
Now, let me ask you something else. You know, Justin Trudeau is just kind of one part of the dynamic duo, as you know. You have Justin Trudeau, and then you have the man behind the scenes, Gerald Butts. Gerald Butts, uh, on his Twitter account, took this and ran with it when actually it seemed to be calming down a little bit. You know, the prime minister came out, stood in front of the microphone, said, I'm sorry. It seems to have kicked up a fuss. It was a dumb joke. I'll try not to make dumb jokes anymore. Okay, well enough. Let's let's all move on to the next crisis. Then Gerald Butts goes and sort of pours gasoline on the fire and says this has been torqued up by InfoWars, the alt-right, you know, Ezra the Rebel Commander, and Nazis, John, and Nazis. What do you think about that, John? What do you think about that? Well, I think it's an amazing sentiment. Again, you, you look at that and you think to yourself, very often what people say actually reflects what they think. And so it's not just Gerald Butts being cunning. He's looking at it and thinking anybody who opposes our gender agenda must be a nasty. And then he puts this out on Twitter. Ha ha, got you. Is he game on, Team Trudeau? Uh, that he really thinks that pro-lifers are Nazis. That he really thinks that critics of the radical feminist agenda are Nazis. That he really thinks Canada's divided into 90% Trudeau maniacs and 10% Ku Klux Klan. And so he doesn't, you know, say this in a private conversation. He puts it out on Twitter. And as I commented on this, you say, is this really how they think in the PMO? Well, I think to a surprising degree it is. Again, what, what they may say later about it, or maybe that was another dumb joke, but that was the real mindset of these people. And it's funny that at the same time that they would be attempting to redefine language so as to restrict the capacity for thought only to things they find congenial, they would be calling other people totalitarians. You know Godwin's law that every discussion on the Internet eventually disintegrates into accusations of Nazism, and then the, the corollaries and whoever first invokes Hitler loses. Well, he, he led with that. And I think he led with his chin because, and then people, oh, Donald Trump is so divisive. Isn't it wonderful that we have Justin Trudeau? And then right. his principal secretary tweets that people who don't like this people kind thing are Nazis. I know. How do you, it's hard to get much more divisive than it that. It sure is. It, it's, it's an sort of insult, John, isn't it? Divisive. Isn't it an insult to millions of Canadians, John? Well, that's another thing. Yes, I would have thought even in partisan terms, this is a very bad thing. I mean, you know, there are people who on most policy issues are to the left, but who are pro-life. These people really do exist, and they're not anti-women. They are not misogynists. They are not wife beaters. They are people who really think that abortion is the taking of an innocent human life, and that this famous maternal love um, is incompatible with the killing of a woman's unborn child. And to to write these people off as you know genocidal, because the Nazis, of course are famous first and foremost for the Holocaust and second for being vicious warmongers and then on down the list of terrible things they did. What an extraordinarily vile thing to say, yeah. and so unreflectively. I mean, this is the thing, that as, as with the Prime Minister, you attach him in an unguarded moment, and what you get is an astonishingly revealing illustration of the radicalism and often, the, you know, again, there's sort of the partisanship, the divisiveness, the shallowness, all this list of unattractive qualities. They have, they have revealed themselves here. These are not just dumb jokes. They're not just, ha, 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 can we all move on? This apparently is who they really are. And, you know, I'm grateful that we got to see it, but I'm sorry that it's who they are. And don't they dare call Donald Trump divisive after tweeting that people who don't like people kind and radical feminism and abortion on demand are Nazis. All right. You have one minute. 
<laughs> Do you think we'll ever see a Trans Mountain Pipeline expansion, John? Uh, I I think we will. I don't mean to get unreasonably optimistic here, but I think that the damage to national unity, there must be people telling Justin Trudeau that it's National Energy Program 2 if you don't make this happen. That you'd be happy, as they were saying, to build a pipeline from Alberta to Quebec to carry equalization dollars. You must allow these pipelines to go ahead or you will have a national unity crisis on your hands that you will not be able to solve. So I, I maybe it's wishful thinking, but yes, I believe it will. All right. Great stuff, John. Enjoy the Manning Conference. Good to hear from you. Thanks for having me yeah, on. Yeah, 